This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. This is Behind the Rose, where Bachelor Nation meets country music and everything in between. Here's your host, Blake Horseman. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Behind the Rose podcast. I'm your host, Blake Horseman, here with my buddy, as usual, Eric Bradley. And it is Tuesday night, right after Bachelor in Paradise episode, what are we on? Seven? Six? Six? Seven? Five, seven, six, right? six, seven, eight. I don't, who I knows? Even, I don't even know. A lot. We've got a lot of episodes. Uh, we're here for recapping it. Uh, we have a lot to talk about. We have a lot to talk about. And we're so. still only at two row ceremonies, right? There wasn't a row ceremony this week. Oh my God, you're right. There wasn't. Jesus, you're right. <laughs> so we're going to recap. We're going to recap uh, this week, the two episodes, one and two episode this week. And then stick around because we're going to talk about Corey and Olivia, the winners of C- USA, US Season 3, Love Islands. Uh, guys, so stick around after that. But right now, let's get into the recap, man. I got a lot to say, dude. This week was, dude, 10 out of 10 drama. Yeah, I was a little, I was a little bummed. Like, I want, I wish we would have recorded last night because, like, fuck, I was heated. Like, <laughs> this both episodes, man. Like, I riled up, and I, this fucking show does something to me, man. Like, I don't know what it is. It gets me going. Gets <laughs> you going. So what so a fucking shit. shit show. Shit show, man. Like, uh, no relationship. I've like nothing really happened relationship wise these last two episodes. It was just nothing. Oh, just drama like crazy drama so let's get into it basically monday night's episode starts with kendall mm-hmm. Kendall and Joe, they're still chatting i want to know what you thought about this this conversation because we might have differing opinions here we might have differing opinions here um what did you think about first of all kendall coming down the whatever you want steps and then her relationship or her conversation with joe i think i'm kind of more on like I'm on Joe's side on this one. I think that was a conversation that didn't have to happen on national television. I don't think that that whole situation had to come back to the show. I, like, and cause she, she is super shook. She is kind of like distraught. She's, she seems like a wreck in mm-hmm. a way. And Joe is so moved on from it. Mm-hmm. It looks like. So and it seems like there's a lot missing there. That they, they just did not have conversations that needed to be had and there was no closure at any yeah. point. So I think, and so I agree with you, like, obviously this conversation could have happened off screen. This could have happened pre Bachelor in Paradise. Like, obviously that could have happened. I don't, obviously we don't know. We don't know the conversations Joe and Kendall have had before. If there was closure, we don't know that. But I guess to me, first of all, I think they're both very mature human beings. You can tell... Joe is 35 and I'm not sure exactly how old Kendall is on the older side, but she's mature in general, like three years ago when she was on bachelor, she was super mature. So like, she's just a mature woman. And I think their conversation was actually pretty good. Like as far as like, and I know you didn't like, I'm on team Joe. Like there's not, it's not like they were yeah. like, no, no, I, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it's like, how do you not love Kendall? Kendall's yeah. amazing. Yeah. I mean, she's been on our show several times. She's yeah. a sweetheart of a human. Oh uh, yeah. Kendall's freaking amazing. So I guess I, so in my opinion, I think Joe sort of knew this was coming. Like, I think he knew in the back of his head, Kendall's going to come down those stairs. Kendall's going to come down those stairs. I think he is surprised by how much he likes Serena. I think he is a little taken back by how much he's like, I like Serena so much that I am completely 
pulled out of the Kendall relationship. Like I think, the, like you said, the closure is there for him. He says it multiple times. I think he's like, I don't love Kendall anymore. Like he said that multiple times. So I think it was he, funny even when he was talking with um, Serena. Did you notice like he didn't address her as Kendall? He was like, Yeah, I talked to my ex. <laughs> good point. Yeah, that's a good little tidbit. So yeah, I think the conversation in general is actually, I thought, in my opinion, pretty mature. I do think Kendall, it's going to be hard for Kendall to watch Serena and Joe basically fall in love. I think it's going to be very hard for them. Uh, and I feel for Kendall in that app. But on the same sense, I love Kendall, but in the same sense, she kind of brought it on herself. Like she went down there knowing probably that Joe was with somebody. And she decided not only to go down, but then to stay. She decided to stay after he basically said, I'm with Serena and I'm going to see where that goes. So moving forward, I think a lot of this is on her. And I think that, I mean, it's still going to be really hard for her, but she made the decision to stay down there. And hearing a bit of like Joe's side too, like I think there was one point of their conversation where she was like kind of talking about her side of it. And then Joe was like, hold on, hold on. There's a big piece you're missing out here and leaving out here. And and then they started going into like the, uh, the long distance stuff. Mm-hmm. And like how she was just not moving for a man. She wasn't leaving California and LA. And and that's got to be really hard for Joe. Cause like in that, in his eyes, it's like, it's her way. No way. It's like, she, he just wanted her to give Chicago a chance. It sounded like. Which agreed, which I get. But at the same time, like if Joe really wanted to be a third, he would stay in LA. Like I get that argument mm-hmm. to a degree. Like the woman shouldn't always have to move for the man. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, get I just that. kept thinking, I was like, what's he going to do now with uh, Canada in the mix? Yeah, she's in a different country for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> they are a little closer because they're both northern states. Yeah. yeah. It's still a different country. Right now you have to <laughs> like go, you have to like quarantine for like 14 days to see yeah. each other. So like, yeah, good point. We'll see how this works. If they, if Serena and Joe end up together, um, we'll see how that works. But uh but yeah, like I said, at the end of the day, I think they both handled that very maturely. Uh, it was a good conversation, and Kendall decided to stay. So we'll see what happens with that moving forward. Yeah, yeah. and I loved Joe and Serena's talk even afterwards. Like, I just love watching Joe. Yeah. He was just like, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know where this is going to go. It's going to be weird as fuck. And like, yeah, yeah, he, was, yeah he was like, this could be weird if you don't want to hang out anymore because it's going to be weird as fuck. Like, I get it. You're right. That was a pretty cool conversation, actually. <laughs> But, it, but then it was really cool that he came to the realization and just told her on the spot. He's like, I want to make you my priority down here. Which is, like just kind of gave her closure on the Kendall piece, hopefully. Yeah. Which is huge. So yeah, I'm excited to see. I mean, I'm excited to see what happens with Joe and Serena. I'm scared to see what happens with Kendall and Joe. <laughs> like, I guess that's where I'm at right now. Yeah. And I mean, we kind of get a preview of that next week. I know. Kendall. Yeah. I know it's just sad to see. Love her, so yeah, it's going to be rough. So um, and then but no, it does leave it does leave Serena though in a vulnerable vulnerable spot. As far as like kind of you? like with her down there though, like I could see where she. Oh, I, I, Serena was freaking out a little bit, hundred mm-hmm. percent. I mean, Kendall, they dated for two years. He fell in love literally yeah. in the exact spot that they're at right now. Like Serena has a hundred percent. She should be insecure. Like, I mean that probably. that montage is. No, dude, <laughs> brutal. <laughs> Like wish they were back together. To be honest, I was kind of like, "Oh, Joe and Kendall." Yeah, that was that was brutal. Well played by the editors there. That was, they went way back, man, three years back in the archives to find that footage. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah, it was very well played. Uh, yeah. Then from there, I guess we kind of get a little glimpse of like Noah and Abigail, kind of rekindling yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Five chains, Noah. Yeah, yeah. Five chains. <laughs> More or less, this conversation was quick and was basically like, 
let's not give up on each other. Like that's kind of what I got from that conversation. Right. They, we, we clearly care for each other. We, that was a weird conversation we just had yesterday. Like, let's not give up. That's yeah. kind of what I got out of there. Yeah. And like, they just kind of came to the realization that they need to uh, improve their communication skills a little bit with each other. 100% sure. 100% mm-hmm. sure. So, um, so yeah, that was a good conversation. I'm, I, I'm, I like these two together. So hopefully they work it out. Cause I like these two. Yeah. Together. I think it's kind of funny too, like watching the show and like kind of where I'm at just in my notes and everything. Like I forgot that Kenny and Tia were still on a date at this point. Hadn't returned from their date yet. That's sure. I forgot that too. Like, Cause that first 35 minutes was just Joe and Kendall. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. They still on a date. Oh, um, and then what does it go into? To kind of the Demi, more Demi, Kenny, Mari. Stuff. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. Mari comes back and takes Kenny away right away when he walks back in with Tia. Yeah. Which good for her, I guess. And she basically says, right, that like I fucked up. Yeah, That's I mean, crazy. she owned it. Like, yeah, she owned it, which I respect that. And Kenny clearly wants to be with Mari, in my opinion, from watching the show. He likes Demi. She's fun. She's like, you know, all those things you look for uh, in a paradise relationship. But I think the way he looks at Mari is different than the way he looks at Demi. And I think he's more long term with Mari. And Mari owning it and being like, I want, I fucked up. I want to pursue you. You're my priority. I think that went a long way with Kenny. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Did you find it kind of interesting, or uh, Demi calling Mari mean, a brat, entitled, like a lot these last couple episodes? Dude, and even tonight's episode, like, man, listen, I like Demi. I think she's harmless for the most part. I think she's got a good heart. But I don't know what she's doing this season, man. I feel like she's all over the board. She's calling people names. She's, I don't know, man. I just, I feel for her a little bit. I think she's just so lost. I think she was lost in before paradise. And then I like, if if you're not comfortable with who you are and where you're at in life before paradise, don't go to paradise. And I think that's where we are with Demi. I think she's just like a little lost right now. Her ego has been shattered like four times on the beach. And she's just a little confused at like, not necessarily what she wants, but I think she's just like not the hottest thing on the beach anymore, you know, as far as like relevancy, if you will. And I think that's been a bit of an eye opener for her. And I think she's just a little lost this season. And it's hard to watch. She's kind of all over the place. I yeah, it is, she's a good person. It is really interesting to see like kind of the old school veterans with like this new age like crew. And it's there's there's some separation there for sure. 100%. Big time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you can, and I think that's that's all of us go through it. We've talked about it actually. I think like all of us go through. Like, remember when we had Chase on, and he was talking about how like you slowly just get less and less relevant, and you have to kind of fade out. And I think it just happens to everybody. We all have this realization, like, oh fuck, we're not the biggest dog in the you know dog park anymore. And Demi's unfortunately literally living it live on, on our screen. <laughs> it's hard for her. I think it's very but hard. But you guys have those big numbers that these new cats are looking for. It's true. We got in the- <laughs> and that's what we're going into. <laughs> yeah. that, but let's get into Brendan and yeah. Piper, man. Enter Piper while Natasha's like, we're in a good place. Yeah. <laughs> talking. No, you always fucking know. Um, yeah. So down walks Piper. Um, <laughs> dude, I just, I have yeah, so much to say about this because it, it looked like on Brennan's face, she walks down, right? And he's not exactly shocked, but he's terrified. Like he looks a little scared slash excited slash anxious. And then she's just like, Brendan, 
were you going to stay with me? And he, he was literally, we talked about it. He was like, he was like, like, Oh, we didn't talk about this. Like we yeah, were supposed to talk stick to people. the game plan here. <laughs> stick to the game plan. Like it was, it was a lot. And you could tell he was like, Oh fuck. Um, and then from there on shit just hit the fan, man. Like, Oh dude, it was hard to watch. Um, what was it interesting? Like even on their date, like he's like talking to her, like they've never met before. And then next thing you know, they're, smiling happy all on the same page like what the fuck i don't know man and you're right is he just so wrapped up in like lies and like what what do you think's going on in his head like that's a good way to put i think he got he found himself suddenly tangled up in like a few lies here and there and then he just kept going and was like digging himself a hole but also i don't think we saw all the conversations at dinner like those dinners are like fucking four hours long i think they cut out quite a bit in that dinner because, like, yeah, the conversation we saw was super awkward. Like, at first, Piper was, like, frustrated because he was acting like they'd never met, like you said. But then suddenly, yeah, she, I think we miss a lot in the dinner portion. So, I'm not going to look too much into that. But, so yeah. She basically calls him out for downplaying their relationship, like, to her during the dinner. Yeah, yeah. But then at the same time, she is also, like, more or less, like, you did the right thing by, like, sticking around until i got here i don't know man it was just this whole situation is just super fucking weird super super weird dude um but in my opinion where it got bad man like so they go back you know they get back and everybody's freaking out basically right away piper and brendan are coupled like the next day right they're like coupled up they were kissing on the date and all of a sudden they're coupled and tasha's like what the fuck like she's just left you know like what the hell is happening the one thing i got first of all natasha's I thought she did a fantastic job this whole time during this episode. But I liked that she pulled Piper. She pulled Piper instead of Brendan, which I loved, or at least first, I should say, instead of Brendan. And she didn't run around talking to other girls, getting all the fucking, you know, gossip, drama, whatever. She like went straight to Piper, which I love. And it was weird again, because Piper was like, I don't know. She was asking questions that she had asked Brendan. Piper was saying something different than Brendan, but like never was Piper like, what the fuck was Brendan lying about? Like, I feel like Piper was trying to cover. I don't know, man. This was so weird to me. I'm so confused. I don't know. I'm all over the board here. Yeah. I mean, there's no rhyme or reason to anything of what they're doing. Like they really just came down to try to bamboozle paradise here. So yeah. So listen. Okay. So yeah, I want to get into this a little bit. So I feel just so bad for Natasha. Awesome, Especially after tonight's episode. I'll, we'll get, I'll get into my thoughts on that later. We'll be right back. So the one thing I want to get out of this, like, Brendan and Piper thing. So Brendan, what it seems like anyway, from what the ways editing's edited, what it seems like we're watching, Brendan and Piper were more or less in a relationship. There was a moment where when Piper was talking to Natasha, Natasha was like, were you guys in a relationship? And she was like, no, we were, she said something to the effect of like, no, we weren't in a full blown relationship. We weren't seeing other people. It was something super confusing. And I was like, what does that even mean? Mm-hmm. But what I got out of it is they were clearly seeing each other, 10 dates, right? 10 dates, hung out for a couple months, clearly seeing each other. Which is a shit ton. That's a lot. That's Ten a lot of work and effort. Cities. Yeah. Different cities, 10 times a lot, man, a lot. So I guess, listen, Brendan should never have come to paradise with more or less a girlfriend back home. Should never fucking done that. 
That's the unwritten rule. It's happened before in the past. I mean, we just had it with Demi and Christian and like it's happened before that even. And I know people who have talked before and ended up together in paradise. The one thing they did wrong, man, well, they did a lot wrong. The biggest thing they did wrong, in my opinion, was they tried to bamboozle the producers. Never try to outsmart the producers. They are the fucking government. You cannot beat the government. You cannot beat the producers. And I think the producers were pissed. And I think they took it out. They on threw them. them under a bus. Oh, for them show. Now, listen, what Brendan and Piper were talking about in that little hidden camera mic'd up where they tried to cover their mics was fucked up. But the producers decided to show that because they wanted to bury them. They wanted to bury them. But at the same time, and I don't, we always talk, we talked about this last time we were on, man. I don't like throwing people under the bus. I don't like being super critical. I don't like calling people names. But Brendan was being an ass, man. He was talking shit about Natasha, talking shit about other guys. He was saying things where stop, like just stop. It was one thing, like, I, yeah, it's same. Like we talked about last week. Like, yeah, we're not ever here to try to like, yeah, throw well, shade on anybody or, yeah. But it's like he is just coming off so arrogant, cocky, just yeah, like, like just a total asshole. Yeah. Like when he he said that she had zero prospects. Oh, like basically, like he was God's gift to that beach, and especially her. Oh, like yeah, Natasha. I'm really surprised. Like she, she didn't go off on him like she did such a tremendous job and then yes. during their conversation like him saying that she had selective hearing and <laughs> dude I, I, oh it was hard she, to... yeah but agreed natasha handled herself phenomenally she didn't lose her temper she did she yeah. like laughed at one point like, like when he said selective hearing she was like no fucking way this ma'am just fucking said that uh yeah she's uh, he's like saying like they they were they had a friendship and she's like no ivan and i have a fucking friendship yeah and i loved her mic drop when she was like you don't have to care like you or you don't have to act like you care anymore like you know like that was great i was like oh good natasha um yeah, you know, like I, said, I just think where they fucked up, well, obviously, the difference between what Demi did last two years ago with Christian back home, she led Derek on. The difference is she treated Derek with respect. She treated Derek like, hey, I'm sorry this happened. I didn't expect this to happen. This is where I'm at. And, and Brendan treated Natasha like shit. And just gas. I have never seen. I'm not a huge fan of the word gaslighting. Like I think that is used broadly and for a lot of different things. But this, I was like, whoa, this is what gaslighting is. Like this is actually what it is. You know, I hear that word get thrown around a lot, but I was like, oh shit, this. Like now I know exactly what it looks like. Because um, that was that was hard, man. And the followers we talked. We catch how we let in when they were talking about the followers, man. And like, oh, dude. Oh. <laughs> and listen guys this happens this does happen people talk about following in social media down there i mean that is why you go to paradise it's a rebranding of yourself at that point everybody goes down there for followers and engagement and fucking brand to build a brand i mean it's a marketing play they were talking about it man it was just brutal man it mm-hmm. was it was really bad man oh i just i mean what we what he's lost 50 60,000 she's lost like 10 yeah 50, he's under yeah he's under 300 now like well under three. <laughs> it blew up in their face, 100%. And I've had, so I don't want to address this. I've had a lot of people in my DMs be like, listen, Blake, we know the editing, what it was like for you and everything. Do you think it was bad with Brendan? 
the difference is <laughs> Brendan said things on camera that were bad, like really bad, horrible, mean, where I'd like, I, like, I didn't really do that. My, like, I, I always say like, if you mess up on camera, that's on you, you know, but like, yeah, obviously the producers chose to show that thing. Like they wanted to bury Brendan, but at the same time he did bring it on himself, you know? Yeah. I'm sure there was some yeah. editing there guys and we'll find out. We'll listen, we'll hear about it. But he still said those things on camera where like the difference between my edit and his edit is like, I, there's not one thing on camera where I was, I don't think anyway that I said something truly terrible or was mean or bullying somebody. So like, that's just the difference, I guess. Yeah. I haven't seen a fall from grace like this in this franchise since BIP 2019 of Blake Horseman. The only one bigger is Chris Harrison. <laughs> the only one bigger is Chris Harrison. That's the only fall from grace bigger than this Brendan thing right now. Like I said, you never know. Fuck, I don't know what's going to happen in the future, but Chris Harrison is the only bigger fucking fall from grace. But man. I do want to like address this or ask your opinion on this just because like Natasha is so involved in the bachelor world with i mean she's on abc's payroll with the podcast she knew Brendan and piper's past so do you think like she should have a little like she could have weeded a lot of this out on her own with her own knowledge prior to all of this right good question so where i'm gonna go with that is so because i thought about this a lot because i see a lot of people being out there like what the fuck piper or uh, natasha's in on this she knew this is what i'm gonna say i think she knew going into paradise that she was interested in Brendan and that Brendan and Piper had hung out. Yes. But where, and she was questioning everything right up until the point Brendan literally looked her in the eye and said, I am not in a relationship. And that's when Natasha was like, okay, I'm all in. That's when Natasha let down her walls and was like, okay, I believe you. I trust you. So that's for me is when things changed with Natasha. She had her walls up a little bit. She wasn't sure. She was like, are you with, Piper, like, you know, I heard you guys are hanging out, blah, 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 blah. But once he literally looked her in the eye and said, I'm not in a relationship, then she was like all in. And then that's when all of a sudden it was like, oh, if, if Brendan had been like, listen, yeah, like just, you know, I'm like Piper, I'm waiting for her to come downstairs and that's different. But he literally looked her in the eye and was like, I'm not in a relationship. So that's on Brendan, in my opinion. That's on Brendan. Yeah. 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 Well put. Yep. Um, that was kind of how it ended. That Right? Yeah. That's episode one. Yeah. Half the episode yeah. was... Yeah. <laughs> Piper and Brendan. Um, yeah, and then we pick up pretty much with uh, Kendall's sex education of birds. Yeah, which is fucking. Which is totally her. Dude, so Kendall. The amount of times I've heard her have the most useless yet interesting facts come out of her mouth is like incredible. And that is 100% Kendall. So great. She, she is definitely the most interesting person in Bachelor She's Nation. Very eccentric, man. In the best way, though. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, so her. Yeah. Um, yeah, it picks up, yeah, picks up with her talking about bird penises. Um, but it kind of basically goes into, well, then obviously Demi offers the boom, boom room again. Oh man. She whispers it. Brutal. Um, oh, Demi, man, Demi, Demi, Demi. Um, yeah, and then Ti- Titus bird, which I love him. Like I'm such a fan of unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Like, yeah, it's coming back to me. Titus comes in and it, dude, it took me like, 30 minutes to realize the tight ass party. Yeah. This party, dude. It took me forever. And then he said it and I was like, oh, I get it. I get mm-hmm. it. Um, so they, yeah. So basically, so this happened on my season, guys. Um, it was Chris and Crystal's wedding, but they took half the beach uh, to the wedding and half the beach stayed on the beach. Or yeah, half the beach stayed on the beach. Um, and that's what happened this time around. 
But man, were they savages for who they chose this time around to go to the Titus party. Oh my God, man. They left like three girls with boyfriends, quote unquote, boyfriends on the beach with their boyfriends meeting other women, man. Just <laughs> savage. Producers are just... They oh, know what they're doing. They do, man. And it worked. <laughs> Dude, it worked because suddenly you come back and... Well, oh, well hold on. Let's get into Jasenia, Chris, and... Elena, dude, I can't. How do you say her name? Is it Elena or Alana? Elena? I think it's Alana. Is it Alana? I'm horrible with names. That too. I, I, I actually think it's Elena. Maybe I think that I heard them Elena. say Elena. Anyway, if you, I'm sorry, Elena or Alana. If you get your name wrong, yeah, forgive us. Those disrespect. Uh, okay, so I got a lot to say about this. So, in my opinion, before he's uh, Chris looked drunk, he sounded drunk, he looked drunk. Not that that's an excuse for what he did, but I just felt like he was like very drunk. (laughs) He was a bit sloppy or he normally is, right? Like (laughs) talking in his ITMs that night to the next one. I was like, that's completely a different person. I was like, yeah, drunk. Um, (laughs) He was clearly excited when Elena walked in, but I will admit that he was very strongly with Jasenia, they both seemed super happy. I mean, he admitted like she was her number, his number one. Mm-hmm. They were kissing at the earlier in the party. Like, in my opinion, they were in a quote unquote relationship for paradise. Like, they were in a paradise relationship. Elena walks in, and he just—I will admit—he fucking went all. All of a sudden, he was all over Elena. Now, the one grace I'll give him. When he was kissing her and Jacinia walked in, everybody's like, oh, how disrespectful. I'm like, first of all, it's not like he was literally doing it on purpose. He didn't, he wasn't, he didn't know he was in the same room. I would bet my life savings that the producers were like, Chris would love to see you now or go grab Chris. I would bet my life. It happened with me. Colton was making out with Becca. They're like, go grab Becca. I walk in, they're making out. I turn around and they were like snickery. I'm like, like they do that. So in Chris's defense, yes, listen, he was kissing another girl when he went there with Jacinia. But he didn't try and disrespect Jasenia, in my opinion. Like, I don't think he tried to kiss her in front of her. Didn't try to kiss her in front of her to, to like, piss her off, in my opinion. Yeah, and obviously, Jasenia was there and hung out with him in San Diego, apparently, because she brought it up during the show. There was Elena. That that Elena had threw herself at Chris's, I think, exactly what Jasenia said on the show. Oh, shit. Okay. Interesting. So, yeah, so like in my notes, I was like, I was just, just going to ask. I was like, so is this another fucking Brendan and Piper situation? And yeah, so uh, uh, ugly two nights, man. <laughs> man. So this, so obviously, you know, that night, the tightest tight ass party, like it was what it was. There was a lot of drama between Jacinia. Well, Jacinia went home. She left, right? She, yeah, she, she just, yeah, she, she just bounced got her own fucking SUV. It was like out. Back mm-hmm. to the beach. Um, you know, she's freaking out with the girls and everything. The next morning. I will say, though, like, just to touch on, like, Chris. Chris did that really classless, though. Like, yeah, yeah. He definitely shouldn't have done that in front of everybody at the party. Like, they. So, okay. So, I agree. At the first makeout, he went away, yeah. whatever. But you're right. Then. When he the, was the, all over on the dance floor. That you're that, right. Yeah. Think about it. He was all over on the dance floor and kissing. Could have had a little more tact with that, that one. Up. That was fucked up. 
I'll give them that or give everybody that. Um, and maybe that's why everybody was angry because they actually saw it happening. Maybe, you know, it's like sometimes I'm sitting here and I'm like, you know what? Now that I look at everything, you step back for a second. That makes sense maybe because they actually saw it happening in front of them compared to before where they didn't really see Brennan Piper. And going back to what you said, maybe Chris was drunk. I mean, when you're on the dance floor and you're, you're, you're faded. He was, I think he was. You're, you don't give a shit who's around. And even the next morning, he looked hungover and legitimate. Like everybody's like, oh, he's moping around and acting. I thought he looked legitimately sad. In my opinion, he was like, I fucked up last night. I'm hungover. Got a little drunk. I wish I would have done what I did. That was disrespectful. That's just what I saw. I know everybody has their opinions on what they saw, but that's what I saw. I saw a genuinely remorseful man is what I saw. You don't? Then he, not really because then he kind of picked up right where he left off when she came down the stairs. So like <laughs> – Boy, she came down looking fierce, too. Fucking gown. She's gorgeous. <laughs> yeah, dude, she, she is. She's a, she's, she's, she went home super early, so not many people know about her, but I agree. She's gorgeous. Um, yes, I think it was – he still looked remorseful and was, like, scared or whatever, but then she asked him to talk or whatever, and he was like, I want to go on this date with you. But, like, that's – I guess – I don't know, man. Cause I guess thought, that's a good point. Because he made the comment. He's like, what – one of his ITMs before she came down the stairs, he was like, what am I doing? Jasenia was my number one. He looked a little like, I know, man. Uh, but then he sits down with, with Elena and is like, I want to go on the stay with you. He mm-hmm. was a bit all over the place. You know, now I step back and look at everything. He was a bit all over the place. Um, so he goes. I, I do think at that point though, they did have kind of the same priorities yes. as Brendan and Piper at that point. For so, sure. And then, so then my frustration comes in. Why all of a sudden is everybody so fucking mad at Chris? Dude, like extreme, like to the extreme, like, listen, get mad at him, whatever. But at the same time, like it was, it was over the top. It was over the top anger compared to Brendan and Piper and Chris and Elena. Like, and Chris and Elena, like, were they talking before? I mean, obviously they knew each other, but were they in a relationship? Like it never, did you, did any point to that well, ever well, like I said, Jasenia, when she walked into that private party, Jasenia did say like, and because they all hung up out as a group in San Diego, and she did say that Elena was throwing herself at Chris in what? San Diego. So obviously there was a connection there, but then Chris also made the point or the comment when they first made out, he was said that I've been wanting to do this for a long time. So maybe there was a lot of talking, but no action. Yeah. And this is their first time for some action yeah exactly like uh, i don't know i just so obviously they go on the date everybody's kind of sitting back and they're back at the beach and they're all talking shit about chris and everybody else and well and elena kind of more or less is there anything else that happened while they're on the date uh well kenny and mari kind of reconnected during yeah, that yeah, kenny and mari reconnected they're officially like oh yeah let's actually talk about that for a sec mm-hmm. that actually happened and demi kind of dude she kind of implodes a little bit she's like Again, the same thing, bro. Kind of like a broken record. She's a mean girl. She's entitled. She's not nice. She was so mean. She's not fun like me. Yeah. The one, I think, again, she's like angry. She's a scorned woman and she's going to take it out on whoever it is, whoever's around her. But she had a point when she said, You took me to the boom, boom, boom two days ago. Now you're fine. Which is very valid. Very valid. Very valid. Kenny shouldn't have taken her to the boom, 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 man. He should not have taken her to the boom, boom, room unless in my opinion in paradise, if you take somebody to the boom, boom, room, you are like, that's the one, like that is the relationship I'm in in paradise and it's going to stick. 
Um, you don't just fucking like have sex with multiple women out of paradise. That's not a good look. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what happens with Kenny and Mari. Um, the one one really kind of cute thing that they said to each other, like, it's not about the roses anymore. It's like, I'd leave the Island with you today. Mm -hmm. And they both kind of agreed on it. Like, so would I. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I think there's Mm -hmm. something there for, I think he seems more long-term with Mari. And that is sad. Like, I don't think he used Demi, but I understand why Demi feels like she's been used. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like maybe Demi feels like he used her to get back with Mari, to anger Mari, to get Mari jealous to come back. I don't think that was Kenny's, I don't think that was Kenny's idea or like what he was going for. See why Demi feels that way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of just a messy situation all on its own. It is messy, man. I mean, Mari, (laughs) Mari basically dumped him. Like, yeah. Yeah, and, and Kenny even said that uh, tonight while they were talking. He was like, "You acted so different when you had the rose compared to when you didn't have a rose." Mm-hmm. To go, I don't blame Kenny yeah. for being with Demi at no. all, but I don't know if he should take her boomer. I'm sure he regrets that, but I don't blame him for we'll being be right back. Right. They're like, "Oh, like we need to see other people." Okay, <laughs> all right. And it's pretty hard too. Like, I mean, Demi's more on the aggressive side. You say put a like. Yeah, so I mean, it's as a man or anyone like it. That's it's that's a hard situation to be in. Like, yeah, it is. It is. That's paradise in a nutshell, man. Just brutal. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see. But yeah, you said you're right. Kenny and Mari decide to give it a go. Um, so we'll see what happens there. Demi doesn't have a rose this week. Like, we'll see what happens there now. She doesn't really have a rose. Um, yeah, hey, James is still there. Uh, James, where the fuck's that guy been? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We haven't seen James in like three episodes. Oh my god! Kind of like his season. And I love. I like James. I want to see more. Yeah, so do I. Yeah. He's like, that's why he's a stand-up guy. He's not getting screen time. Yeah. Um, yeah. So while while that's happening, obviously, um, uh, who's on a date? Oh yeah, Chris, Elena. There was nothing really big. I think that happened on the date. Can you think of anything? No, they just went ziplining. Yeah, they went ziplining, and the conversation at night was kind of like they were super into each other. But then. They get back to the beach, man. Oh, boy. And this is where I get riled up, man, because I know what it's like to get bullied down there and to get mob mentality. Everybody wanted to murder Chris. I love Joe. We love Joe. I think Joe was in the wrong. I think Joe was in the wrong. I was going to say, like, yeah, we both know Joe. That dude doesn't talk. So if you – what the fuck? I don't fire under his ass like that. Because, like, I was just thinking to myself, I was like, your co-host – for your podcast, <laughs> had the same situation worse. Yeah, worse, way worse. And you didn't have her back like this, Joe. I don't. Maybe and maybe there's something we didn't see. I don't maybe know. It's timing, <laughs> dude. The way Joe and then Riley went after him. Oh my god, that? Riley was ready to like. Riley wanted to fight him. Yeah. It, I, oh. To me, this is like you just said. This is all disrespectful to Natasha. Why didn't everybody have this energy for Natasha? Like mm-hmm. what? Like is it is it because everybody likes Jasenia more? Is because everybody's bros with Jasenia, or is it because, in my opinion, Chris is a very soft spoken, shy oh, guy. He's not going to fight back, and they just kicked him in the dick while he was down. They were just like, "Let's get him. We're all going to look super good. Let's just get him." Like, I think it's going on. I think it goes back to like maybe what I said earlier, like how it's like this the new generation to the old generation because what. Natasha was on uh, how many seasons? No. 
No, Peter's. Peter. She, Peter season. Oh, and it's God. like a lot of these, the new girls and guys, they've all hung out together outside of their shows before Paradise. Like Matt season. Uh, uh, like kind of Tasha and Claire's like guys. They've all hung out. Good point. Good point. I didn't think about that. Because, yeah, so I mean, they all know Jacenia. Yeah. The whole time I was just like, what is going on? Chris is clearly remorseful. He is trying to do the right thing. Brendan wasn't remorseful, wasn't trying to do the thing, treated Natasha like shit. And there was not this shit, not even a fraction of the energy they're giving Chris right now. Like, I just, I was very confused watching I mean, it. Yeah. Piper and Brendan were open about it. They told everybody, like, yeah. that's what we're here for. And in my opinion, it's because they weren't sure, because Brendan's a fan favorite. And they weren't sure how the audience was going to interpret it, but they knew if they dogged on Chris and they bullied Chris and they mob mentality Chris, they'd win and Chris would look terrible. And honestly, I think it's backfired for the most I part. I did see that in your stories tonight. Yeah. Like, like, so you really do think that's a real thing? Like, oh, huge. It, that, that's just a big pot. Uh, obviously, it's a popularity contest. It's, it's like high school, man. It is high school, but meaner and more intense. That's what Paradise is. And it's a popularity contest. And they knew Brendan was a fan fave and he had a lot of followers going in. And I think people do like Brendan, like, you know, at least up until what we saw last night for the most part. So I don't know if they, just, like you said, maybe they just don't know Chris like they know Brendan. And so they saw an easy target and they're like, let's get him. But dude, the mob mentality, the way they fucking cheers when he was gone, like grow up guys. Like that was fucked up in yeah. my like so fucked up. He I mean, I kind of feel up. bad for Chris and dude, I know. Like, like listen, Chris, I know. Oh, they wouldn't even let Elena talk. No, I, that, I, that fucking triggered me because I was like, I've been there. Yeah. I was, she was really like, can I talk? And they're like, no, go away. I was even Riley and Joe were like, no, go away. I'm like, no, yeah. she's directly involved in this drama. Let this woman talk. Like that was fucked up, man. They mm-hmm. silenced her. That was, that was fucked up, man. I just, I fell for the both of them. I saw the mom mentality such as build. And it was just like, everybody was with pitchforks and, you know, fucking fire. And they're like, let's get him. And it was hard to watch. Chris fucked up. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Chris messed up, but he didn't deserve what he got tonight. He did not deserve what he got tonight. No, no, not neither of them did. No, no. Elena didn't deserve anything. I mean, she's so innocent coming up. She showed up. Elena went after a man she liked. It was excited to see. Elena did nothing wrong. Like, why are we? Ah, dude, I don't know. It was, it was very frustrating. And at the end of the episode, Natasha even fucking said it. Out. She was literally like, in more or less words, she was like, what the fuck? Where Brendan and Piper? Yeah, even Demi said the same shit. Like, scared, bro. Like, yeah. Oh, that's when I was like, okay, I'm not crazy. Like, Piper or Natasha's feeling the same way. Um, yeah, so I was crazy. But I do think that energy's coming. <laughs> I think they are going to get Brendan and Piper. They have to. Yeah. And I think they I will. Think they have to. I think they will next episode. But at the end of this, I don't think Chris and not even Elena, not even a little bit, deserved what they got. Do they deserve some criticism and hate? Sure, but they didn't deserve what they got. I think a lot of the people got on their high horse and they got they saw the mob mentality with the pitchforks and like, let's get them, it'll make us look good. Um But let's see. Maybe hey, maybe they do go after Brendan Piper worse. I don't know. Maybe they do. We'll see. Um Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, what's that? I forgot we completely skipped over Becca and Thomas. Yeah, and uh, and we skipped over. Yeah, well, I I thought you were trying to avoid that. Uh, <laughs> Who else? What else we skipped? Uh, uh, Chelsea came down as well. It's right. like Aaron on the date. 
Oh yeah, fuck. Jesus, I completely skipped that. Yeah. I was fired up about Chris. So was uh, like I I'd rather yeah. Yeah. I'm way more fired up about this cuz yeah, cuz I, I yeah. Yeah. I, it's so fucked up how they handled that. I, agree. I think it was and so it, And it's almost like ABC is not doing themselves any fucking favors with their show and their brand here. I don't get it either, dude. I don't get it either, man. It's it's very confusing. But, Unless, like I said, unless it's coming, man. Unless fucking it's coming for Brendan Piper, I don't. We'll see next week. But from the pre, like preview, I mean, it looks like they like, they come at him. But yeah. Oh, I, one more other thing I want to touch on Brendan and Piper too is like, I think their biggest mistake was pop. Like they have dug in on the villain edit, right? They're like they posted photos. They were like. Yeah, oh, yeah. We're here for the wrong reasons. Had they just apologized and been like, hey, we fucked up. We were in a relationship. We still want it on TV. We should never have done that. That was our bad. They would have been fine, dude. Because they're still in a bachelor nation relationship. They clearly like each other. It would have been great, man. But they just said all the wrong things at the wrong time. And now they're leaning into this villain. Like, I don't Yeah, know. their captions yesterday were a little immature. <laughs> I mean, they are young. They like that. I mean, their immaturity is showing here. Oof, that was brutal, man. All is fair in love and war and here for all the wrong reasons. Wrong reasons. I don't know what that was, man. It'll be interesting. Oh, for next week's going to be interesting for those two. Um, yeah, so backtracking a little bit. Let's try to get back on track here. Uh, yeah, so enter Chelsea. Gorgeous woman. Holy shit. How tall do you think she is? She's got to be about six foot, dude. She's got to be. Five, I think ten. she's... Oh, I think she's taller. Oh, she she had heels on probably. Yeah, probably. But she's a tall. I mean, six foot's tall. Because she was taller than Aaron. I think Aaron is like six three. So she got to be at least six six one. Yeah, six yeah, foot, six one. Six six one. Yeah, somewhere in my six foot six one. Tall woman, gorgeous runway model. Has that like edgy look to her? You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. she's got that like edgy alternative look to her, which is very hot. Like very you know sexy. I guess is the yeah. word I. I, I I'd used. Um, and yeah, and she's all in on Aaron. I mean, she was like super interested in Aaron. They went on a date. Well, it's, well she pulled Thomas first. She was like, I'm here okay. to talk to you. And then I was like, I thought she was going to pull Thomas at yeah. first. God, Aaron and Thomas, man. They're just fucking. Dude, Aaron <laughs> is haunted by fucking Thomas. He comes back from a date. Fucking Thomas is out with Becca. With his old girl. Haunted. And then he's like, Tam, Tammy deserves that. Like, that shit. Like, what Dude. the fuck? Oh, brutal, man. Oh, man. Just brutal, yeah. So that date went good, though. I mean, they were they uh, they had some cute moments. I thought, mm-hmm. like, some of the cute moments. She was, she was talking about his eyes, you yeah. know, that kind of that stuff. That was pretty smooth line too. He's like, "Do you kiss with your eyes closed?" And that can was you, good. Can you see this happening or whatever? Yeah, that was good. No, he that I thought they actually were really cute together. And they had like good chemistry banter back and forth, which we mm-hmm. didn't really see. I don't think with Tammy, at least I we didn't see it on camera. At least we didn't see what was edited. Yeah. Um, and we never saw Aaron and Becca talk at all. At all. They just shoved that right under the rug. Like we didn't see yep. them. Cause when he went on that date, she was kind of like, I'm fucked. Like she clearly was like all in on him for that rose. Like that was the rose she wanted or at least thought she was going to get it. Cause she was just all like, Oh fuck. I see you guys. Like I'm going home. You know, she was like that whole thing. Yeah. Um, and then of course we see Tammy being like super confident in me and Thomas's relationship. Yep. Nothing can go wrong. Oh God. And, and here's uh, Becca. Here. Pull her aside. Yep. And you know, so shout out. That was super interesting. Um, yeah. Becca pulling Tammy, like classy, very classy. Never seen that be allowed before. 
I've never seen that be allowed. Um, but it was good. And, and Tammy handled that fantastic. Tammy was like, she Yo, was she going to say no? Yeah, I think she could have said no. I don't know if that would have stopped Becca. I don't know. You know, I think this was just more of like a courtesy, like, but I'm still going to take him kind of thing. Yeah. But she handled that well. She was like, yeah, like this will tell me if she really, he really likes me or not. Um, but as soon as they left, she was like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Totally like, oh, like he's not coming. <laughs> like, <fuck. laughs> instantly, bro. She just started crying as soon as they left. No, uh, she's- I feel for her. I feel for her. So now the. Uh- and then the, the date the in the room. What? The elephant in the room. How are you doing, Blake? You doing okay here? The date portion. Check I it. Thought it was funny when he was like, let's do the damn thing. And then later on in the day, he was like, yeah, I don't know anything about your history or dating history. I was like, bro, you watched her whole season. <laughs> like, if you know that tagline, you watched yeah. the whole season. Um, but he, I, got, he got his bachelor moment. Yeah, yeah. He I do lead. believe that this was probably a little hard for Becca as far as like putting herself back out on national television after oh, yeah. two failed engagements, guys. You got to remember that two failed engagements. She's going to be full. She's going to fucking bro. If she gets a ring this season. She's like got all, what is it? What's the Marvel thing? She's got the fucking, Oh, the Thanos. Hand. Dude, got the Thanos glove, man. She's got all the rings. She's going gonna to be looking like Tom Brady. <laughs> dude, she will. Yeah, dude. She'll be able to snap her fingers. Just like in half the population disappear, man. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. But as far as the date portion, I mean, not a lot. It was a lot of Becca just talking about how it was hard for her to kind of open up again, which we expected, right? That was her, that's her storyline. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, they're smitten with each other. So. Yeah. I mean, they definitely have a, a connection going. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. Um, for sure. Yeah, you know what's also crazy, too, is while she was laying on the, the day bed, she's like, I've never not gotten a rose <laughs> which is kind of crazy because like you said like because she's always either given the rose or she always received the rose on Ari season well you're right because she got to receive a rose every single week in Ari mm-hmm. season and she got the roses. whoa that's so true dude very interesting um yeah so that'll be that'll be interesting to watch before they clearly are super into each other when they get back to the beach and Tammy was obviously upset where did it, how did that end really? Is that kind of, and then all of a sudden we went on to the Chris stuff? Well, yeah, Chris basically, I mean, basically, yeah, they just say get, everyone's just get the fuck out of here. Yeah, there wasn't much. Yeah, exactly. And then they go and pack and I kind of, I mean, Alana's just like, I haven't even been here for 24 hours because he asked to leave with him. And then yeah. poor guy, he goes to get in the car with her and she's like, Chris, this isn't your car. Oh, man. Poor Chris, man. Just kick a dude when he's down. <laughs> but I also think there's a lot of people being like, yes, you fucked up, but you didn't deserve what happened to him. I think there's a lot of those people out there, which I'm glad because I'm one of those people. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess, and then that's kind of how it ends. Chris being like, yeah. go get any other car. <laughs> there were zero happy endings this week. Um, this whole, yeah, this whole fucking week, two episodes, zero endings. Didn't really get to see many relationships. Just like... Um, I have no idea who's getting fucking roses next week. No, <laughs> Just know Natasha is not getting one, probably. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, somebody might save her. Ivan, maybe. Somebody might save her. But yeah, I mean, at this yeah, point, Ivan. Like four yeah. roses we know are going. That's it. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Um, also, uh, notice, yeah, McKenna and oh, was it Aaliyah, they came in for a moment, but didn't come down to the beach. I didn't see Aaliyah. 
more than two seconds on camera. Uh, McKenna had a couple like dancing with Thomas moments. Yeah. I didn't even see Alea. Like she was completely cut out of the show. Like what happened? There. <laughs> that was bizarre. Like completely just out of the show. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I guess we'll see coming next week. Preview looks like we get into Brendan and um, Piper. And it looks like we get a little bit more Kendall Joe. So. Yeah. And uh, little John enters. John. Little John enters. I've been waiting for that. Yeah. 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 So that'll be fun. Um, hopefully we get to see a little less drama. Don't get me wrong. I enjoy the drama to an extent this week, 10 out of 10 drama wise, but I'm ready to see some relationships form. We don't have that many more episodes, five more episodes, maybe. That's so, crazy. Yeah. Fucking rose ceremonies. Yeah. Five, six more episodes. So they're going to have to pump out these rose ceremonies now, dude. So much has happened in the first two weeks. There's going to every, every episode I have a rose ceremony moving forward. We have like four, right. four rose ceremonies to get through. Wow. Do you yeah. see any sleeper couples here? I think Mari and Kenny are going to come out of nowhere and be really strong. But other than that, no. Do you? I, no. Aaron and Chelsea, maybe. Who? Aaron and Chelsea. They they had a, a couple good – that date tonight was pretty nice. I don't see, like, who broke – I don't see one of them breaking up with each other. No. We'll yeah, see. no. Cause, yeah, I mean, pretty much because there's not very many more people that would come down the stairs, right? Yeah, you're right. A lot of people. This point on. Maybe the editing is just weird, like bro ceremony. I don't know, man. How have there only been two? I feel like there haven't been many dudes coming in either. We were seven episodes in, and we've only had two rows. That's mind-boggling. Whoa, my season there had at least been three, maybe even four by now. Wild. That is wild. I am pulling for fucking Noah and Abigail, though. Yeah, Noah and Abigail are great together. We'll see. They're strong. They seem great. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, yeah, we'll do this again next week, guys. Um, but stay tuned because we got Corey and Olivia, the winners of Love Island Season 3, coming up next Behind the Road. Thanks for coming on, guys. Yeah, thanks for having us. Winners of Island, straight off the show. Guys, what is your life like right now? So you're about, what, two weeks out now? Two, two, three weeks out of the show? I think so. It feels like months, but it's only two weeks. That's crazy. Wow. I know. I know. I'm sitting wow. here looking back at it, and it, it honestly feels like when we were in there, one day felt like an entire week. So it, we were only there like in the villa for six weeks, but it felt like six months. But now that I think we're out, it feels like a blink of an eye, so... I just like hopped right back into normal life, but it's definitely been crazy. Yeah. I guess you guys have been pretty busy. Yeah. Has it been hard to transition back to normal life? Uh, yeah. <laughs> for me, for me, absolutely. It's like insane. Like no one prepares you for what is in store, let alone, you know, obviously winning. It's a lot. Um, but I mean, obviously we're blessed. It's just like a lot to like handle as well as me. Like I have my own business. So I'm also running a whole ass business. Oh, wow. So I'm just making, you know, situation with Love Island, my own business in itself. So I'm, I'm like juggling a lot right now while trying to have fun and like relax because we've been so like pent up in a villa for seven weeks, six weeks. So I'm like trying to find balance as well as people I can trust that can come in and help me. You know what I mean? That's a big thing. Find people you trust. Yeah. That's one of the hardest things to be honest coming off the show. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people are going to come out of the woodwork. Yeah, exactly. All for the short term. Yeah. What about you, Corey? How's it been, man? Now, nah, for me, it's just, um, so like before going up there, I quit my career and all of that. So I'm, I'm just chilling, honestly, just been like working <laughs> from my phone a lot, 
and you know just replying to emails and um just setting up stuff like i like i started like a little clothing line this is one of my nice. shirts and everything like that so just been trying to get that up and running um but yeah and then just setting up appearances and stuff like that but it's been cool it's definitely stressful and i so i can only imagine what olivia's going through with she still has her own business and all of that yeah so so olivia are you planning on kind of is that long term your business and everything are you just going to kind of run with that and see what you can do with that yeah i mean i worked my butt off for like three years to build my like business and my brand um so i tattoo and from cosmetics so i have a salon here in old town scottsdale and then i also go to alaska oh. so i travel back and forth and do both so i mean this is something that I'm very successful at in itself. So I don't want to give up on it because I don't know how long this 15 minutes of fame is going to last and nor do I really want this to be who I'm known as forever. I mean, I'm very appreciative to Love Island. But for me personally, like, you know, I've always saw bigger things for myself. That's what me and Kyle always have big goals and aspirations for life. And so I don't see myself giving up on it ever, but I do want to enjoy like Love Island and what it has to offer. And you know what? If you guys have advice, throw it my way. Because it's a lot. It's a lot. But I mean, I am a workaholic, so that's a good thing, I guess. So I mean, I enjoy the work. That's kind of like the biggest thing I would say. Like, do live it up as much as you can. Like, because you're right. Like, it's 15 minutes and everything. But at the same time, like, make time for yourself. Because I remember when I came off my season, the first year of my life was just absolutely insane. And like, I didn't really, I got burnt out pretty quick. So I didn't take time for myself. I was giving all my energy to other people and I was doing everything I possibly could. So enjoy it, but also like, know when to like reel back a little bit. Because if I could go back, that'd be something I'd tell myself is like, slow down. Just slow Definitely down. Definitely use it to catapult your mm-hmm. your career or whatever you're working on, though. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think the biggest thing is just finding people that you trust that can help you and also not try to take, take, take. You know, that see a vision that you see. And I have to find someone that sees the long-term goal also gets benefited just as much as I would. It's a lot. Yeah, it is. Like I said, I'm blessed. No, I hear you. Yeah, absolutely. So let's go ahead and get into the show a little bit because so how did either of you get on the show exactly? Was did you guys apply? Were you guys huge fans of the show to begin with? How did that work? So for me, I had never watched any of the seasons before. So I honestly I had no idea what the freak it was about. I mean, I, I know the title is Love Island, so I had an idea. Um, but someone had reached out to me on Instagram through an like a DM and I clicked on a profile and it, I think they didn't even have a profile picture. They had like 50 followers, so I thought it was fake. And then um, I never responded. And then just stuff with me and my boss back home where we're going south. So I was like, all right, you know, let me just see what this is about. So I replied. And then it was like a four or five month long process, I think, just interviewing with network producers and all of that. And then next thing I know, I'm in Hawaii. So that's wild. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Mine's like a little different. So I was in Alaska. I was working and I just got out of a relationship like a couple months before that. But it, you know, and I got this DM on Instagram and I was like, and I, by the way, I had no followers. Like I had like 4,000 followers. Like it wasn't like I was anything. So I was like, okay, this is spam. But I had a beverage or two. And I was like, <laughs> you know what? I'm going to apply. What am I going to lose? So I applied in the next day. They're like hop on a Zoom call. And I was like, okay, let me see what this is about. So I do. And that was two weeks before I was flown out. Oh, so wow. Damn. I was like last minute. I had to do all this like paperwork, obviously all these tests and blah, blah, blah. So like I said, everything happens for a reason because I don't know how I got on the show. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty cool because that's the same way with like the bachelor sometimes like mine was like Corey's. I was like four months, four, maybe six months, I think. And then I knew a guy who literally within like 72 hours got called and was on the show. That's so like, it's crazy. very different for, yeah, very different for a lot of different people. Um, so that's cool. You guys both had kind of unique experiences in getting on the show. And like I said, everything happens for a reason. So what was it like when you guys officially got the call? You're on the show. I, the, one of the reasons I really enjoyed your guys' relationship and everything was because you guys did just start out as friends for a long time. 
And like you said, it, it's only six weeks, but when you're in that environment, I know you like, oh, it yeah. feels like, yes. Oh, it's 20 Forever. years. 20 yeah. years. <laughs> Literally. So when you guys first got on the show and you first got down, I guess on the island, if you will, uh, what was that feeling like? Did it feel surreal? Was it, was it a lot of pressure, stress? What was that like for you guys? Well, I was the first one to walk into the villa with cash. So I was the first one to see the villa. I was the first one to pull up in the Jeep. And I just remember like, this feels like normal because, you know, when you watch it, you see all these angles, the camera's getting you this way. But when you're in the moment, there's no music. It's just me and this girl. We're just looking around. It's like silent. <laughs> and I'm just like, wait, wait. So we're the entertainment here. This is kind of crazy. <laughs> so I remember just being kind of like chill. And I wasn't really that nervous. More Honestly, the thing that was the most difficult was the heat. You guys, it was so hot, especially the first day. Um, tr- like Trina had her heels. Our feet were like swelling up. It was super sexy. And we're just like, this is crazy. Like, why is it so hot? Like, and then we also thought it was going to be super glamorous, right? Like we thought, oh, we're going to have umbrellas, fans. No, they're like, stand there. We're like, great. So I'm going to pass out, but it's cool. Like I'm doing it for love. <laughs> and so, I mean, yeah, the villa was, I mean, it was amazing. And like, it was definitely different than I ever anticipated, I would say. Yeah. For me, I was like, so I guess I didn't know too that you could fly out there and then still not be casted to go on the actual show. Like, so luckily I didn't know that before I literally just dropped my full job and everything to fly out. But um, <laughs> I remember the first day we had to like walk down these stairs and I wasn't nervous for some reason, but I remember walking up and no one freaking stepped forward. So I was like, God damn, man. I'm gonna- <laughs> <laughs> I was like, fuck, yeah, what did I sign up for? But after that, and you know, like, that whole first three weeks, I'm just there chilling. Like I'm just friends with everyone. So there was no pressure, no expectation of being in a relationship or a couple. So I was just there, just literally just having the time of my life. Like I think like after the second day is you just kind of forget the cameras are there. And then it just feels like your normal life. Just wake up every morning and just hang out with your friends and just do random challenges and stuff. So yeah, it was, it was cool. I think that's kind of the coolest thing about Love Island it just seems like you can really enjoy yourself. There's not as much pressure, I think, to get in a relationship, at least early on, maybe. Yeah. Um, and it was pretty cool that you got to like, just like live, like live like you normally would, but, but in Hawaii, you know, but yeah. in like this insane spot and everything. So, so when did you guys first started, like not only building a friendship, both your guys' relationships or your guys' past are both kind of the same. Like you guys didn't really have a lot of connections. The exact same. The first, what, two, three, four weeks of the show. Yeah. And it was just, I think like me watching it as a fan, I was just like, God, why don't they just connect? Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah, pretty much. Cause it's like, you guys both like you fun going, like just free spirited. It's like, God, why can't they get a connection going here with somebody? <laughs> and it seemed like Casa Amor, you guys kind of sparked right before Casa Amor, right? And then. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy because you only do see one hour. And I know that like, that's, Everyone knows that dub, but like a lot happens within the rest of the 20 hours. So like for me personally, like we did start as friends and even like he was involved with my operation heart attack with another guy, like he's was helping me and assisting me. And like, I guess like going in there, like I thought I knew what I wanted with my blinders on and like, I didn't see what was around me. So me and Corey were friends. I mean, from the get go, because me and Cash were best friends and him and Cash started connecting. So we all three started hanging out. And then, I mean, personally for me, I already knew like I was attracted to him and I like kind of had feelings there. And you don't see it on the show, but I feel like it happened way sooner than it's shown. Um, even before Florida came in, we both expressed that we like could see ourselves like together and this and that. And she came in and then he pulled me aside and he was very honest with me. And after that, we kind of rekindled the spark and then cost some more happened. And that's when it was like, okay, like I'm going to be in or out. Like I'm not going to settle. Like I've come this far. 
I'm not going to just settle for some like person that I don't have feelings for. So I took a risk and thank God it worked out for me, but like, <laughs> it worked out I for know. Sure. What about for you, Corey? Was it like pretty, pretty immediate? Like when did you start really being like, okay, maybe there's something here? Yeah. So, I mean, just from even the first day, like when I walked down the stairs and Olivia, she was the first one in line. So that was the first girl that I looked at and oh, she's drop dead gorgeous. So I was like, holy shit. All right. This girl is beautiful. And then, um, yeah, so there's always been that physical attraction. And when you're in that environment, like she's coupled up with Giovanni, I'm with Kira at first and then everyone else in the freaking villa. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You guys explored. Yeah. (laughs) It it was a, it was a freaking roller coaster. We're also the oldest ones. We're 29. So we're like, what? And like, you don't know what's acceptable, you know, like she was trying to work things out with Giovanni. So in the real life, like, I'm not going to try to go after my boy's girl, you know? So it's, (laughs) Like, you're kind of just like, you don't know what to do. It's situations you'd never be put in in your life before. Yeah, there was always that physical attraction. We both did express like, yo, this could actually be something. Like, we have the same mindset and drive and goals and all of that. So I definitely knew that it could work out, but our timelines never lined up. Like, I was trying to work things out for Rita. She was trying to work them out with Giovanni. And then Casa more happened. She went away for a whole week. And then for me, that's when I was like, all right, Olivia, she's a girl because I have these five new girls who are all gorgeous as well. But in the back of my head, like I'm wondering what Olivia is doing. Like I'm missing her. I just want her to come back. So after that, I think that's what really when we we're like, all right, let's let's actually try this, both of us. And yeah, I'm excited. Definitely, definitely was the best decision for me. Yeah, because even coming back after Casa more, like you were with, was it kind of like feeling Bailey and then like Andre kind of stepped in? So it was, and you guys still had a tough decision to make, like yeah. coming back. Yeah. So it was just like, honestly, I was like one, two punch. So I was like, okay, so now Bailey comes in and I'm like over here, like, right. So I just risked it all for this guy and a girl that with a pretty face comes in and you're going to turn your head. Wow. Not a problem. And so, you know, it is, I mean, like I said, you don't see everything, but he did always reassure me that it was me. But then I'm like, so if it's me, why are you spending three hours talking to this girl? <laughs> no, that's not happening. So I was like, okay, you're giving this girl a fair chance. I'm going to give this guy a fair chance. And ultimately, like, I just knew that I just continued to follow my heart. Did he make me sweat? I was like, shit, yeah, I'm about, I'm about to freak out. <laughs> you be sweating, boy. Are you kidding? So I was like, okay, I'm going to give it a chance. And he and Andre was a nice, like amazing guy. He's very nice. But it just didn't feel like... Like, I felt attraction sparks, but, like, when it came down to it, like, I would have missed being with Corey. So I was just like, okay, like, I have a life, which is comfortable, kind of like white picket fence, or I'm going to pick the life and the road less traveled, which is Corey, and it's going to be crazy. And I'm- Yeah, made the right decision. I'll say, I, that's pretty cool how, like, Corey, you realized when she was gone, and you were like, wait a minute, like, there's these other beautiful women, but I'm not interest, really interested in them. Like, it's Olivia, you know, so that's pretty cool. And you kind of had the same thing where... Obviously, there's so everybody's beautiful, everybody's cool, you know, for yeah. the most part, like everybody's beautiful human beings, and yet you still can't get a certain person out of your mind. I think that says a lot, so that's pretty cool. Yep, also on my date with Andre, I was like, you know, how it works. So, if there's rains, we can't film, we had to wait, whatever. And I was gone all day, like, I was gone for 12 hours, and we have wine at the end of the night, right? And there was no wine for me and Andre. So everyone's like, oh my god, they're literally leaving like out of the city together, they're at a hotel, like they're like running the sunset, <laughs> and Corey like was sweating. And I was like, I come back and he's like, yo, you were gone for so long. I was like, I know, I was like, <laughs> just play into it. <laughs> what the freak? Dude, yeah, literally. I was I remember that exact man. I was like, because we opened, we had this uh, like little pantry type thing, and we open it up and we we all get like wine each night. 
and everyone's was there except for Andres and Olivia's. And then it, oh, <laughs> shit. I was like, yo, these fucking people, this they're in a hotel somewhere spending the night together. I freaked <laughs> out by getting Bailey attention and now she's now she's gone. So I was just like, oh god dang it. But <laughs> oh that's gotta be such a rough feeling. Oh man, that's rough. <laughs> right. Yeah. That environment though, man, I'll tell you what, that environment does that, man. That does oh, that yeah. to people. It makes you like that environment's hard, but I think coming out of it, you have a stronger relationship than you ever would have before. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because of those hard tribulations and everything. It definitely like puts your emotions there like elevated by 10. So I remember like the first um first week we had Christian there and he was there, I think, for like four and a half days. And when he left, I was sad. I like I knew this dude for yeah. four days and I'm sitting here like getting a lump in my throat that he's gone. So I'm like, what the freak? Yo, what is this? Like, so your your emotions are crazy in there. But yeah, I mean, definitely teaches you a lot about yourself. I'll tell you that. So it comes down to the end. You guys had, you know, kind of those ups and downs the last couple of weeks there. When it comes down to, you know, the $100,000, obviously you said basically it was the easiest decision of your life, right? Like it was like yeah. a no brainer for you. Yeah. 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 No, hundred percent. And you know, Olivia, she deserved that just as much as I did, or honestly, anyone that stepped foot in that villa and, you know, just morally that wouldn't have never sat right with me if I was just like, no, nah, I'm keeping the whole thing. Like I wouldn't yeah. be able to live with myself. So. Yeah, before that would be so fucked up. Dude, I, I say, know, Olivia, exactly. what would have happened? What was going through your head? Were you like this mother? If this he, mother, yeah, yeah if he this fucking son takes of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I would have been like, so this is my life. It's honestly predictable. No, I mean honestly, like Corey would never do that. So I wasn't sweating, and also truly, you forget about the money when you're when you're in there. Yeah. Like truly, because you know, one couple wins, you don't think you're gonna win, especially me. I was yeah, like, I literally was single the whole show. <laughs> and I'm like, how am I still here? So I mean, honestly, I think we want our friends out and celebrate with them. I'm like, you know, I'm gonna just, you know, buy some bottles, celebrate our win, celebrate everyone coming out strong. Um, and like I said, like a lot of people have commented on like Instagram or whatever and saying Olivia just was in it for the money. And I'm like, yo, I'm my own business, I'm good. Like, if anything, this is just a bonus that, you know, me and Corey to go get to go travel and yeah. Um, yeah. be together longer. Yeah. And like, you know what I mean? Like experience, like cool um, experiences that we wouldn't have otherwise. Yeah. And when you're in that environment too, you don't have money. So you, you forget that money is even a thing, to be honest, you know? So like Olivia said, it's just more of a bonus just for us to go travel to like trying to go to Egypt and Greece and all these other places, you know? So definitely a nice little push and it's it's not like it's a couple million dollars you know what i mean like don't get me wrong you know like a hundred thousand is a lot of money but it's not like life-changing like all of a sudden money you know it's not like crazy money i'm sure you still got to pay taxes on it exactly oh yeah literally i'm like so we walk away with what like thirty thousand, which is great i mean (laughs) seriously though not greedy but like it's like big brother with a mill let me get a hundred thousand putting our heart on the line what the <laughs> i was like okay i see you cbs <laughs> so that's cool though you guys are already kind of like planning trips and everything that was kind of my next question like what's in store for you guys moving forward i mean i know right now you guys live in like you know different cities and all that like what does the relationship look like moving forward and how does that long distance transition here into this yeah so for me it's me and olivia we facetime literally like pretty much every second all throughout the day and um, I, what I like most is we're both mobile. So we can both get up and just drop our stuff at any point and go to California or go to Rome or anything like that, you know? So very, very flexible. And we definitely got a bunch of trips planned up in the future. So like um, I, we're all trying to go to New York and then um, I'm coming out there to Arizona. So yeah, it's, I don't see a problem with it at all. Like, I feel like it's super easy, especially the position that we're both in now. 
Yeah. And also like I am a more independent person. So like I obviously wore my man there, but like I'm good. I can do both. So I feel like we both have a balance. We both have the same mindset as far as we like to work. We like to hustle and, you know, achieve these goals. Right. So we're not super needy for each other, even though we want to be with each other. Yeah. But when we are like, we really appreciate that time together. And then we go back do our work and then we'll do another trip. You know what I mean? And, and we'll just see where it goes. Like I said, there was no pressure in the villa and I don't think there should be any pressure else. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think you guys having like jobs and careers that allow you right now to like see each other and to take trips is huge. Cause like that's might be the hardest part is when you can't, you have a nine yeah. to five or something, you know, and then you can't make time for each other. So that'll be cool. Yeah. I can't, yeah. I can't wait to watch you guys in the future and everything. Cause and I know you just mentioned New York. You guys just kind of recently had your own pop-up reunion yeah. in New York. Yeah. That was crazy. <laughs> so everyone is still really cool. Like all the cast members, y'all still yep. got great relationships there. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, you guys know too, like going in when you're in that environment, even though we're only there for six weeks and some people are only there for a couple of days, but you feel so connected to the guys and the girls. Everyone just feels like family after just meeting each other, you know? So it was definitely cool to, as soon as we left Hawaii, we all just took one way flights to New York and just kind of lived it up there. So that was, we should have had a camera there. Honestly, that was more fun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> No, New York was fun. I think it was just like, because everyone did leave the villa at different times. So our goodbyes were really quick. We had 30 minutes, pack our stuff, go. So it was cool to have everyone in the same spot. Um, I think that me and Corey were a little exhausted because we just left the villa like three days before that. And everyone else had a week or two weeks to chill. So it's a lot. It's so fun. Um, but I definitely am ready to like get some rest and then do it again. Yeah, exactly. You know yeah. Also, okay. So in Scottsdale, we're going to have a reunion in Scottsdale. And I actually was with, um, with Damar and Ivan last night. Yeah. We, yeah, I saw yeah, that. We actually. saw that. Yeah. We're talking about that before yeah. you guys yeah. came yeah. on. Yeah. And we just actually DJed out there at hot chick about a month ago. Yeah. Which is where I think you guys oh, were. You did? Yeah, yeah, I did. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You did? Oh, you DJ? Yeah. Mm -hmm. All over the country. Wow. Oh my God. Okay. So this is an idea. Ready? Yeah. We'll come down and play that reunion. <laughs> so we're doing a reunion in Scottsdale and we want to have to CBS. We want to have Bachelor. We want to have Love Island. We want to have like this like fun, like whatever. So you should DJ. Yeah. That'd be dope as fuck. You know who came to our show from your show was Roxy. Yeah. Roxy, Roxy came was down. there. Is she? Oh, yeah. she's sick. And one other, I can't remember the guy's name. Yeah, there's another guy from Love Island too. That she was like into, I think, or she had yeah, some. She was super into it. The, yeah. Well, Roxy, Roxy came up here. From the show? Yeah. I'm like, spill the tea. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. We tried to get her to on the, on the pod because we had her on, yeah. Oh, you guys talk. I'm going to go back in my notes to the show. <laughs> but that'd be awesome. That'd be so cool. I did hear that Christian and her about. I don't know. It was Christian, I, I think. Was it? Oh, I think okay. so. Shit, he was voted off super early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, yeah. Yes. That's wild. Yeah, so they, they were both there that night at Hot Chick. But yeah, that'd be awesome. I would love to do that. Yeah, I, I was just at Hot Chick um, two days ago. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, we should totally do that. I'll, actually, we should like, get to these info because we should actually plan a date. Yeah, 100%. And yeah. Particular. And a couple of my best friends, they own Hot Chick, Corey and Slippy over there. Yeah. So, oh, really? Nice. Yeah. Your best friends own it? Yeah, a couple of my good buddies, yeah. And that's why we, we're down there quite a bit. Yeah, we're down DJing, there. Oh. So. Wow, we're just giving half a <laughs> yeah, <laughs> free free advertising. Right. Um, no, but we, yeah, we'll definitely figure that out. That'd be really cool. Yeah, anytime. If you guys have a weekend of travel and shit, we, we're all over the country. I mean, we play in um, Austin, Texas, Splendid Fest. It's like Cascade, Nelly, like all these other people. I'm playing in that, and then I'm playing down Nelly. in San Diego with like Chainsmokers and Nelly and like all these people. So, yo, what? That's crazy. Anytime you guys at Blau, Loud Luxury, and that's the invite. <laughs> we're there. Yeah, anytime, anytime. I'm not kidding. And then yeah, so tell us a little bit more, Olivia, about like your cosmetics, where people can find that like shout out your business here shout out your brand right now 
I'm like, okay, I'm busy, but here we go. Uh, <laughs> my business Instagram is at L-I-V, live beautifully, A-Z. And I do permanent cosmetics, eyebrows, eyeliner, lip blushing, all the above, um, areola tattoos, if you have, you know, no nipples. It's usually for breast. It's for breast cancer. Oh, okay. I have very small nipples, Blake so I doesn't might... have nipples. They're like the size of a dime. I have the smallest nipples in the fucking world, so I think I need some. Are you yeah, bigger? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The new thing. The new thing is heart shaped nipples. Oh yeah. Have you seen that? I don't it's know about crazy. that. I don't know about that. We're trying to create a new edgy look for Blake, so that <laughs> yeah. might work. Heart shaped nipples is yeah. where it's at. Yeah, yeah. DJ heart shape. One heart shape, one star nipple. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then my personal Instagram is just Olive, um, at Olivia and Tyson. Perfect. Yeah. Cool. So everybody go check out that. Go follow her and go check out her cosmetics. Corey, your new clothing line. And- yeah. What about Corey? Pump your uh, clothing line, man. The new. Yeah, man. So I don't know how it happened so fast, but like I just immediately got out and I would always say what the freak like in the villa. So I got out and just all these people are DMing me saying like what the freak. And I guess it just caught on. Um. So yeah, man, I made like bandanas, shirts, got hoodies. And we got a like a lot of stuff like in the works coming in with fall line and everything like that. But um, I'm actually dropping it tonight. So the website is shopwhatthefreak.com. Um, but yeah, it's got all different type of design beanies and stuff up there. So I'm excited. We'll see how it goes. You know, I haven't put anything out there, there yet, but 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time is when it's there. What is it again? Shopthefreak.com. Shopwhatthefreak.com. Oh, awesome! And then what's your personal Instagram? Everybody go follow. Yeah, it's um. Corey underscore Gandy. Cool. Um, yeah, everybody go follow them. And yeah, man, I'll have to get one of them shirts. Maybe I'll DJ with one of them shirts on one of these nights. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. That's uh, dope. That's cool. Yeah. They'll totally cut it up, though. So yeah, I show my nipples. <laughs> I show my nipples when I, <laughs> I cut all my shirts. Gotta have that muscle to yeah, Exactly. Yeah, I mean, we've been doing that here. This cutting, we, we've cut everything just into like a little tank top. And you gotta have those like old that. football workout tees yep. Yep. back to high school days. I told him, I was like, we need bikinis and you could like wear a top. This is like, what the freak? I was like, I don't know. That. That'd be pretty <laughs> dope, actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> For sure. Cool. You guys are the best. Uh, thanks so much for coming on. It's good to good hearing. We'll for sure at some point meet up, whether it's yeah. we'll figure it something out, whether it's down in Scottsdale or whatever, Virginia Beach, whatever it is. So I appreciate you guys so much. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thanks, guys. Nice meeting you. Behind the Rose is recorded live at the world famous Grizzly Rose or wherever we happen to be. Be sure to go check out our Instagram at Behind the Rose Podcast and follow us so you always know when we drop a new episode. And give us all five of those stars. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time, Behind the Rose.